Hi and welcome to This Side of 40. It's a podcast about people this side of 40, I being one of them. Now, I've been thinking about this for a while and a lot of people have been asking me about this too. Um, image is apparently a thing. Now, for those of you who know me, you know that I don't know what image is because um, my image is track pants t-shirt. At the very worst, if I'm trying to be formal, it's a, it's a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. I haven't worn a tie since high school. So I'm trying to understand and wrap my mind around exactly what it is that an image brings. And I figured I'm not going to do this on my own because I know nothing about it. So I have got in the studio with me um, somebody who is described to me by people who I shall not name as the most stylish man in Kenya. First and foremost, thank you very much for coming in. So yeah, apparently you're the most stylish man in Kenya. I don't know who has been feeding you those uh, tales and myths. It's called the internet. <laughs> yes, you know, when you, start, when you search, do a simple Google search for style man Kenya. Boom, there you are. Really? Oh, oh my goodness. I think, I, I don't know if that was by, by coincidence or by design. It's but called SEO and you're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> really well. Well, I think, yeah, if, if you're deliberate about something, it's going gonna, it's gonna to manifest uh, so, externally. I mean, okay, so I know who you are now, courtesy sure. of SEO and Google. But um, maybe if I could ask you to just do me a favor and just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Excellent. Thanks, Aleem. Thanks for having me. So my name is Mwanesi Musalia mm-hmm. and I am... I'm, I'm many things, but my my primary designation is I'm a performance and image consultant. We will make a note of that because we're going to get back to that. Sure. Performance and image consultant. Yes. Okay. Carry on. Yeah. So my 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 job is to get people to to perform and mm-hmm. and do their their very best, like a coach, uh, as well as uh, work on their packaging, which determines quite a few things. And I think that's the topic of conversation today: um, what image is and what it do, it can Absolutely. do for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, here's the thing, right? So, so this podcast is primarily centered on people who are post forty. Sure. And. A couple of things I would not expect you to understand about being post forty because you're not not yet thirty uh, nine. Yeah, I'm 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 a few months away. Yeah, so you see, you're not post months. you're not post forty yet. <laughs> when you cross that magical threshold of forty, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, oh, you should because because <laughs> a couple of things happen immediately. Yeah. Number one, um, parts of your body that have never ached before will start instantaneously aching every morning. <laughs> I mean, without even warning, it will just happen. Boom. But aside from that, you will then be blessed with the knowledge and wisdom of 40 years. And part of that knowledge and wisdom of 40 years means that um, you kind of know who you are right? and uh, you're, you're very comfortable in your skin. So is there a place for image post-40? So, I mean, I'll give you my example. Sure. Okay, it's a bad example, uh, but it's mine nonetheless, so I shall give it to you willingly. I, I've always lived under the mantra that um, what's on the inside is, you know, vastly more important than what the outside portrays is. I get the feeling, and this this is something that we were actually talking to off mic. Sure, earlier, right? yeah. It, I get the feeling is because maybe about two years ago, I, I was about 25 kilos heavier than I am now. Really? Yeah, so um, oh my I, goodness. I went through this whole weight loss journey, okay. and um, I, I then slowly towards the end well not the end i'm hoping it isn't the end but <laughs> towards where i am now i realized that all my clothes don't fit anymore right and um it occurred to me that rather than walk around like a bedouin um floating around <laughs> i needed to probably get some clothes in and i remembered what i used to do then mm-hmm. which is i'd walk into a clothes shop i'd try on one t-shirt just you know to confirm the size and then that was it. I was done. I'd pick like three or four different colors of that one T-shirt in that one size. Right. I would match it then with one pair of jeans. Um, if I'm being really adventurous, I mean like really adventurous, this is an occasion, I'd wear some khakis. Okay. And I'd wow. be done. What a step up. So, yeah. You know, that's my wardrobe. Eh? And, <laughs> and, but having lost the weight, I, I thought to myself, okay, you know, hang on a minute. Aside from the health, you've lost the weight because you want to try and look good. Sure. But then if you want to try and look good, isn't your image affecting you? Isn't that something that you're beginning to think about? So this is maybe around a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. And um, rather than rambling on a bit, is this something that resonates with you? Is this something that 
you believe in? Is it something that you think, yeah, it makes sense now that you're finally cottoning onto this? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, there's so many points uh, from that intro uh, to unpack. And I think I want to just pivot on the last one that you mentioned, uh, there's, that there's benefits to looking good. Mm-hmm. And looking good is a very subjective, it's a subjective thing. Yep. But it's all, there, there are some universal aspects which which people generally appreciate um, and I want to I want to start by by kind of defining what image is from my perspective especially in the work that I do and and you know following on from what you've talked about mm-hmm. image for me is the a combination of the first and the last impression so the first impression that someone gets of you and okay. the, and the last impression that they have of you depending on whenever whenever those two things happen right. and uh, and in in that we have a way of engaging with our environment through our five senses you can add intuition and some other things in there but primarily we're purpose built to look at to look touch see hear taste and smell so because of that we take in information based on our our sensory experience of of the world um, and then you know from an aesthetic and pleasing or pleasure perspective we then decide whether we want to interact with with our environment or not depending on of course our own subjective bias so in summary signals are received Correct. sensory signals yep. whether they're audio visual mm-hmm. sensory touch mm-hmm. based on what your mind has received and what it assimilates mm-hmm. is when you make a decision as to whether you want to interact further with what it is that you've received. 100%. That makes very logical sense. Right. Okay. Good. Yeah, and, 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 and I, that's why I think I'm, I'm really going to enjoy talking to you because this, this, you resonate and you pick up things uh, in, 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 a, in a manner that I enjoy. <laughs> Good. So, so um, yeah, so, you know, when it comes down to packaging and, and, and you've spoken about, you know, your weight loss journey and, and now you're thinking consciously about, you know, maybe before I never paid attention to my my objective perception because the word that I'm going to use and it might come up quite a bit is perception. Facts are real, perception is reality. The fact is that you know if you are if you are a different side of the weight that you want to be uh, if you're overweight and you don't feel good about yourself and you don't um, have a, a lot of self-esteem or whatever it is that's affecting you with with the weight um, it manifests outside even the way you carry yourself in terms of your body language in terms of uh, your willingness to 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 have people see you um, body language is is a lot and when we work on when we talk about image it's not just uh, the the packaging in terms of dressing. It is everything that you know. And and to the point, I think when we were when we were planning for this, do, do, is it clothes that make it the man or the man that make it the clothes? Isn't that the summary? Uh, Pretty much. I mean, okay. I I hate to put it that way because I feel that's very superficial. <laughs> I, do, I think it it is deliberately put that way to make it seem a lot more frippery than it actually is. Sure. You you cannot. I, d- I don't feel it's justifiable for you to summarize it in a statement saying, "Hey, man, if you rely on what you look like to feel a certain way, yes, then you're a little less than what you should be. You should have enough inside of you to make you feel good." And 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 you see the way you would wear the clothes as well. You can I can have a, a guy come and do a bespoke suit for you um, worth a ton of money, but if you if you're drooping and slouching and you your whole um, uh, appearance and body language is sourly and not particularly powerful, you won't carry that suit the way someone else would. So part of an image Mm. isn't just so much the clothes on your back, it's how you carry yourself. It's the whole combination. It's the whole thing. And that is the part that I find a little more appealing and enticing. I I find that because, I mean, ultimately, um, it's not budget related. Mm. (laughs) It's not taste related. Mm. How a person carries themselves is is something that is innate mm-hmm. everybody has that and you're right i mean for the longest time i i was a, well, i was a sloucher i think i still am but that's when i'm on the desk <laughs> he says as he sits up straight you know, just to make sure that he pays attention right but how much of that that personal stature i'd like to call it i guess that's the word mm-hmm. how much of that is is affected by your mind how much of that is affected by the way you perceive yourself excellent and i and i like that we're getting to that stage because you know you you must 
first start with with what's happening internally um and um i like to believe and and I, even in in the people that i engage with whether it's individuals or groups that human beings are not just are not just physical we're not just the body we are a combination of four parts we have the body which is the physical which is health we are the mind which is your thoughts your plans your ideas your view of things uh the skills that you acquire the education that you that you take in and the knowledge that you that you that you choose to interact with we are emotional we feel we decide uh based on the signals around us whether we want to continue or or engage with our environment because of the feelings that give us those signals and we're spiritual we have we have an identity that 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 looks to the universe and the greater the greater out there to to you know figure out why are we here and what are we supposed to be doing which ideally should be the guide to these other three um um archetypes so mental physical emotional and spiritual all of that affects how we then manifest our our outward our out our outward selves and and so even even when we dress a certain way you've got different styles um you look at you look at uh dressing and how it has evolved over the years in different parts of the world um you can segment it into different things you can have you have what you call fashion and fashion is what is trending in a particular place or time uh, or context so the fashion in chicago in the 1980s is different from the fashion in victorian um England in the 1800s uh, and different from the fashion in uh 1990s Nairobi depending on where you are. So fashion is very contextual. It is it's what's trending and what's accepted socially at that time and place. Uh style is a personal expression of who you are. Okay. So it, that's that's a very it's a distinct difference then, sure. between what fashion is mm-hmm. and what style is. Right. Fashion is Well I I I could say it's universal it's based on your your geography it's That's based right. on the time you're in it's mm-hmm. based on the current tastes style though is unique. is these four things yeah your physical emotional mental and spiritual expression of who you are you might want to conform with the fashion of where you are or you might not so it's that expression your style is you bringing oh, your your it's <laughs> actually very well put <laughs> thank you yeah so you you bring that out and then you've you've got what we call dress code which is very specific um codified it's written this is the industry this is the organization this is the industry this is how bankers should dress this is how lawyers should dress this is how you know so podcasters. it's codified podcasts is dressing as you can tell well, t-shirts and <laughs> that's right track pants yeah. right because <clears throat> uh, we're not carrying it um but i'd i'd like to bring you back so sure. so far what we've understood is i've understood what what an identity is mm-hmm. i've understood now that identity informs style yes those two are very separate from fashion you can choose to adopt mm-hmm. fashion as part of your style you can actually buy i'm getting by association mm-hmm. you can go in complete contrast as your style statement right ah, now we're in business yeah. okay so is what i'm wearing which is again because this is not on camera pink t-shirt gray track pants and black uh, tennis shoes training shoes trainers sure. whatever is that what you would call my style that is your style it might i mean we're not we're not we're not uh, we're not judging as to whether it's a good style or a bad mm-hmm. style it's a style it's mm-hmm. my personal mm-hmm. style whether i choose to wear a t-shirt and jeans um that's my style that's your style so would it be okay for me to say so that's my style mm-hmm. as long as i feel that it it resonates with my identity and i'm comfortable in mm-hmm. it it's a good style Um so that's the thing it's a good style for you but the thing about the human experience is we are social creatures so much so that the punishment for you to to if you do something bad in society they cut you off from other people right. that's how much the social experience means to us okay. and the social experience comes back to that term that i mentioned perception mm-hmm. um so you you are you are to you are a, a a duality of yourself and how others see you and how you see yourself in relation to others um now depending on which one is stronger you will lean more towards fashion or style or try and kind of like find a little balance in between and you know if the fashion in the moment requires you to wear a black tie ensemble because you've been invited to something that requires that then you can uh, choose to respect that fashion 
or say, you know what, I'm expressing myself and that's who I am. So the the, the fight, the, the duality, the fight is usually between self-expression and, uh, and how we see ourselves relative to others, which is what perception is. Because perception does this wonderful thing, Alim. Um, it can either get you defended or promoted in your absence. Okay. So again, because I'm understanding a little bit more now. Sure. So there's... There's literally two sides to every coin, right? Mm. So the one side is the side you're facing yourself, mm-hmm. which is your style. Yes. Um, as comfortable as you might be with your style, mm. because we are a gregarious species and mm-hmm. we live in a society, yes. there are other people who are looking at you. Correct. And back to what we had agreed earlier on, mm. their senses, mm. their perceptions are looking and making an assessment as to whether they want to interact with you any 100%. further. 100%. Absolutely. So what I've been doing pretty much all my life is, um, <laughs> because I'm, I, I'm fully convinced that there is nobody in their right senses with good senses who would want to um, interact with me a lot oh, further. <laughs> what I've been doing is I've had to make up for that by force of character, I guess. By making myself. Well, you've got a great voice. Let's start there. Yeah. And and you look oh, thank you. great. Now I do. Yeah. yeah you know, and you you were about to say for a guy who's in his forties, <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> I was going to say for an architect, but oh, you know. Thank you. God bless. God bless. You're learning and you're learning quick. I like that in a person. Uh, but yeah, so what I've been doing is by force of character, I've been trying to make sure that the interaction did continue. Mm. Now there's, I'm beginning to understand there is another way. Mm. But I'm very much set in my ways. Sure. And I, I feel that this is something that, as the crux of the matter is, anybody who is beyond that that 40, and I'm, I'm using 40 arbitrarily, but anybody who is pretty much set in their ways, who mm. knows who they are, is mm-hmm. comfortable, mm-hmm. Is, is wearing that old pair of shoes mm-hmm. because, it, you know, it's got the bumps exactly where your feet need the bumps. Sure. Because you've been you've molded into it. Now, I'm hoping that the first part of this podcast mm-hmm. kind of, convinced slash made you understand why it might be a good idea to think about your image. So I'm in that position. now. So I'm sat there and I'm thinking to myself, ah, I'm looking at this from the lazy man's point of view. This will make my life easier. If my image is easier for everybody else's tactile senses um, to want to interact with, it means I have to do less work. Isn't that, in summary, what an image consultant does? It makes sure that my workload is absolutely less. Yeah, hundred percent. It's fifty percent of the battle won. Once you once you've got once you've gotten everybody who you want, and this is where target market comes into it. If you if you have because you can't be for everybody, mm-hmm. you you have to be for a certain group of people. Um, and once you've determined, and the good thing about f- the the other side of forty is you're self actualized. You know who you're for and oh, who good. you're not. I'm going to use that word. I like that. Self-actualized. Self, well, in the main. <laughs> you, you know what? That's going on my Instagram bio. Super. Self-actualized. Self-actualized. I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. Yep. You've, 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 you've had a look around. You've, you've gone through some things. You've seen, okay, I like this group of people. I don't like this group. I like these kinds of experiences. So I know what I like and what I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but the thing is, there's always going to be that question of, I'm, am I, I don't know who likes me and who doesn't like me. And now I use like loosely because they're levels of, of engagement. It all boils down, um, Alim, to something called value exchange. From time immemorial as the human experience, we are born to exchange value. Babies will exchange social value or hostile value. I know host, the, the, the word hostile value is a bit, is a bit of an anomaly, but um, it's either I know you're a friend or, or you're not a friend. Uh, you're safe to be with or you're not safe to be with. Um, if, I, if I cry, you will change me. And if I look cute, which is not really my choice, you know, things will happen for me. I like the way you had to clarify <laughs> the word hostile. It's spoken like a true lawyer. Of course. Well okay. um, and then as we grow, we realize that we have bills to pay um, and, and we don't want to be alone and we, we want to be like with some other people romantically. So we start to pick up uh, new types of value exchange, whether it's commercial um, and romantic. So um, generally speaking, the human adult is looking at four types of value exchange throughout their life. Um, on a daily basis. It's either I want to exchange some commercial value, I want to exchange some social value, I want to exchange some romantic value, or I'm, I'm here for a fight and I want to exchange some hostile value. 
<laughs> Back to the hostile. <laughs> you know. Fair so 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 out of these four, um, uh, m- most people who are are experienced uh, heads and are past forty have an have an, an awareness, I think, of of you know what what they what they what they're able to do commercially. Uh, what they're able to do socially and even romantically to some extent. And so it's not really that much of an effort to change out your your comfortable shoes or, you know, do anything differently. However, um, and and I don't know when this this term uh, midlife crisis kicks in. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I'm just disclaimer. N- neither do I. Yeah. Good. I, I'm, I just, I'm just saying. I just, okay. I, I, I keep hearing about yeah, this I hear thing. The, yeah. I keep waiting for it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it, it hasn't happened yet. Oh my God, maybe this is it. <laughs> <laughs> and my th- <laughs> maybe we're in it, dude. We're, yeah, maybe we're just, yeah, we're right. here. But you know, but if it is, it's not too bad. Eh? I'll be honest. Yeah, it could have been worse. <laughs> and, I, and I think you know, you know, you look at puberty and, and adolescence when when you go through this quantum shift where you now start to realize that okay, hang on, maybe I need to actually start you know you know looking at at people differently and you know maybe doing something with my life. But I'm not quite sure because I still want to stay at home and you know and play and stuff maybe this time this period is is one of those quantum shifts as well it could be yeah we'll call it old adolescence old adolescence there we go excellent i'm going to use that yeah go for it man yeah no problem (laughs) so as you go through is that an exchange it's less hostile but it's an exchange (laughs) right so so now now it becomes okay so from a perception perspective and writ large an image perspective now, um, do I want to continue exchanging the same kind of social value, commercial value, or romantic value with the people that I've been used to, or is there something else? Do I want to explore? Do I want to, you know, break from the you know tedious monotony of my established existence and do something which allows me to to go see new things and be with new people? And if that's the case. I will start dressing differently and and doing that so that I can start to attract uh, different types of value and and so the packaging the exterior packaging is a consequence of of some of these uh, feelings and ideas um, and and thoughts that come from within where you say okay you know what actually maybe maybe I need to actually start to you know hang out with a a, a, a more you know aesthetically pleasing bunch of people or or attract a, a type of clientele that I never used to attract before. And, um, you know, what what they like to engage with and experience with is this type of person packaged in this type of way. And so you go ahead. So your, your, your packaging is informed uh, from, from your own in, innate desires and your own innate hopes and dreams and ambitions, but also what the market wants and what the market is responding to. So if you know that, you know, a bunch of, you know, uh, young IT startup billionaires who have struck it rich, they want to interact with a guy who is like this, you know, you will package yourself because it's commercially, there's a commercial incentive um, to package yourself that way. But Okay, there is then no one size fits all. I mean, it, in the sense that, remember that earlier part we mm. discussed where you have your style and um, now we're looking at responses to the various scenarios you could put yourself in front mm. of. Is it then a matter of you saying, okay, what I want to target at this stage is mm-hmm. I, I need to get better friends, for example. <laughs> okay. And then you model your style mm. based on that. Is, is that how it would work? It, or is, it, is there a one-size-fits-all that says magic bullet kind of thing? So there are some, some generic rules that cut across, but it's, it's really around the first, I'd say, I'd say commercial and romantic. I think that's where there's, there's some kind of like universal um, rules. Social, you know, social can be with whoever... Um, you fall in with if you yeah. fall in with a bunch it, of people it, you know you it's easy to assimilate and kind of like you know monkey see monkey do type of thing <laughs> monkey right okay um, yeah um, yeah but for commercial there are some so, there are some un- kind of universal rules I, I don't want to um, I don't belabor the point but how is it that if if I want to and, and, mm. and genuinely I'm looking at it and I'm thinking yeah okay I yeah I do want to attract a more Affluent clientele. There we maybe. go. There we I go. need somebody to sponsor my podcast. So, okay. I, you know, um, how do I dress for that? I mean, Perfect. step by step. How okay. do you do that? What okay. is it that you need to look at? Copy. And I'm, I'm for the purposes of this podcast, somehow magically, uh, both a male and a female. Okay. I cannot pitch my voice up, uh, but pretend. <laughs> okay. So, so if you're looking at giving a step by step guide. <laughs> 
try and give it to a bearded female as well. Okay. Right? <laughs> okay. So, so what do we do? In this day and age, that 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 can mean so many things. Yeah, but but I get you. So so there's there's there, there are two types of people listening to this. Okay. Yeah. So so I think from the commercial perspective, there are a couple of like I said, universal rules that apply. The first is uh, edges and symmetry. Uh, the more symmetrical you are, um, the more. Hang uh, on. No, in, I have to write this down. Did you sure, say edges? Uh, yeah, symmetry? edges and, and symmetry. Yeah, yeah and, you're and, speaking and, to the architect, in yeah, man. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll send you my invoice after this. All right, then go ahead. All right. So, <laughs> so edges and symmetry. Yeah. All right. Um, typically, uh, because because as we as we grow older and we mature, we want to be as as close to center as possible, and and uh, and beauty. Um, the I, I, the classic. Ob- observation of beauty is symmetry because we are if you put if you split a human in half not literally but if you were to divide the yeah, human being that's murder <laughs> yeah we don't want that yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but if you divide a human being just cross-sectionally and you look at them uh, at face value um, what's happening on this side is typically what's happening on this side which is the classic beautiful uh, look and and symmetry is 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 appreciated at a at a at a deeper level, at a pathological level, um, so when you dress in a in a way that has symmetry, uh, it will convey certain things uh, about you that mean that you are you are making an effort. And and I'll come back to effort in a short while. Uh, but the other thing is edges. Edge. The more edges you have on your outfit, the more um, uh, serious uh, and and uh, commercially present you look because you know uh, commercial engagements are this or that there's no there's really any gray area in a contract in an in a in an uh, in an agreement you know socially we can we can faff along and and kind of enjoy each other and exchange bits of value without any kind of definition but in commercial dealings it's very defined so so the the point the point of, literally the point of definition is the edge so and Am I, am I thinking literal edge? Literal like, edge. Literal, like literal edge like, of a suit. Like, like edge of a suit. And look at a suit, for example. If you look at a blazer or a jacket, it, it has a right angle at the bottom. So the minute you put that on, you have several right angles. You've got the lapel. It has different edges. You've got the, the, the suit. And even when you wear it, first of all, it makes you look symmetrical. And then even the way this, the, the, the sleeves look, they are... They are right angles everywhere on a suit go examine any suit there are a lot of right angles and points when you wear a collared shirt so like literally hmm. we're talking edges edges Edge, like points. actual edges actual edges actual Very points good okay yeah yeah I, all this time i thought you were talking metaphorical but no, you're it, right but it's okay. both you know it's 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 both and and it's very deep seated these are things that we 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 don't realize but um you know i've i've had an obsession with with packaging and perception for for the longest time Okay. Um, and I've seen how it has worked in my life and sure, what, what, sure. It, what it accomplishes. So no, evidently, <clears throat> yeah. So the so the more edges you oh, have, if you look at a collared shirt, taking you all the way down to my podcast, <laughs> you've accomplished a lot, yeah. But carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look at a collared shirt, for example, the the edges on the on the collar, uh, you look at um, even the way the collared shirt sits. It's it's symmetrical. It's not a t-shirt which is just a one a one piece. It's it's divided in half, and it's divided specifically to create that right angle at the end of the sh- at, of either side of the shirt before you before you button it. So edges and symmetry, and then you look at uh, formal pants, suit pants, uh, suit trousers. Um, they've got the pleat at the front, which is the pointed edge. edge. Yeah, right. So the so the more edges you have on your outfit, if you've got a French cuff uh, the with a with a cufflinks, if you have a French and it does that, you're just you're just elevated to a more serious uh, point and you know so the more points and edges on your outfit i mean a tie in and of itself there's there's the triangular edge if you do a windsor knot here and then there's where it points because most ties have that classical uh triangular point uh, at the end that edge again signifies um uh seriousness and commercial engagement uh the symmetry which at what with what if you look at a suit a suit is deliberately symmetrical uh to to invoke uh this kind of uh, of of discussion yeah, it just kind of exacerbates it it's, it's, it it amplifies <clears throat> the, absolutely. the symmetry right absolutely so but that's like um, if you're going to be wearing a suit right so would I be right in assuming that every man has to own a really good suit? It helps. It really helps. It it does a lot, especially for the f- for the first and the 
and the third type of value exchange, which is romantic, and I'll come to that. The other point about commercial, which is universal, is effort. Okay. The more effort you l- seem to have put into your outfit, the more effort it will convey to me as a person who is engaging you commercially that you will put into my uh, business or my enterprise. And that's why the standard dressing f- across the world globally is a suit and tie because that it takes so much effort to put that particular outfit on compared to a t-shirt and track pants to put on a t-shirt and track pants is a two move agenda okay maybe th- maybe three three okay Shh, I, I need to put on the okay. socks too okay okay, okay there we go <laughs> four if you're going to count the shoes <laughs> but to tie a, to tie the buttons on your collared shirt to tie your tie to make sure that you know your suit is pressed and is not wrinkled i mean there's a lot of effort there to make sure that your shoes are shiny and and polished and and well kept to tie the laces on your oxfords that takes effort so the more effort your outfit if it's a three piece if it's a two piece three pieces high effort so ultimately i will look at you and i will judge you subconsciously based on the effort that it took you to put on your outfit and that will tell me that you will also take effort in my enterprise now for women that is why makeup is a trillion dollar industry because the effort it takes to put on makeup is huge and that's why women in corporate settings who take the effort to put on makeup and to do their hair and all of that stuff yes people might have their own connotations but subconsciously what it's telling the other side is you're putting effort into your appearance and the more effort you put in uh, the more you will do with my business so what's the what's the the female equivalent of a of a suit <clears throat> um makeup that it, it's about the same. Hair and makeup. Hair, and makeup, nails. So, so the amount of, of time that um, I spend uh, mm. as a guy putting on a suit yep. is, I'm going to tell my wife that. So yeah, yeah. next time I put in, put on a suit, I'm like, you know what, how much work this was? <laughs> and then I have to take it off again in the evening. So yeah, the <laughs> um, I, that makes sense. Subconsciously, I mean, yeah, that's that's what it is. And 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 even if you look at a woman's outfit, um, so most so in in commercial in in commercial wear, uh, you have. Uh, uh, four parts. You've got top, bottom, cover, accessories. Top, bottom, cover, accessories. Right. Okay, got that. Top, bottom. Top is your shirt or blouse. Mm-hmm. Um, bottom is your pants or skirt mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, cover is your blazer or jacket or whatever is now uh, completing the outfit. And then you've got accessories. Shoes, belt, jewelry, um, spectacles watch whatever um so those are kind of like the 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 basic areas of um of a commercial outfit um and that's why the minute you go for let's say a if you were to segment it now and and you were now to look at um the the global uh definitions of business formal smart formal business casual smart casual casual and all of those things you will find that um the more you err on the side of commerce uh the more uh effort is put into maintaining the top cover top bottom cover accessories uh look Uh, if you put on if you have if you put on a blazer on uh, a polo shirt and and slacks suddenly you're ready for business because now you've got you know you've got some edges you've got um, you've got the three you've got the top bottom cover but if it's just the polo shirt and the khakis you are you're still casual you and you've not really completed the top bottom cover uh, agenda Do you know the last time I actually wore a jacket jacket you know right. like a blazer <clears throat> was um, was a while back right I mean we're talking many many years right so what I wanted to ask is if you're looking at incrementally hmm. styling up for lack of a better word mm-hmm. what do you target first now again um, as a guy I'm, sure. I'm guessing from what I'm hearing it's probably a blazer yeah having having a, a, a one or two of those that you can kind of like switch around and because you can do a lot with a blazer if you have and, and blazers come in in all in, in all types I'll give you just the classic definition so you've got a, 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 a double breast which is you know it goes completely over it folds over your shirt so it's not exactly symmetrical in fact those are more ceremonial than anything else mm-hmm. although now nowadays the fashion is to kind of wear them anywhere and everywhere um you've got your um your your single breast which is you know basically just the the one that comes down the middle and then it opens into 
two two flaps, um, and it can be a, uh, in the nineties we used to have three buttons, and now we have two. Uh, some places even just have one, and these can be styled uh, to the most where you have the most edges, like ticket boxes and you know classic Savile Row um, in the UK type of Italian cut where you have got a ton of edges on there with the peak lapels and all of that. Or you can just have it conservative and have what you call a sports coat, a sports blazer, which is your everyday throw on, get off. It could be it could be tweed, it could be, you know, something linen or something, you know, less, less, um, less, con- less, serious than than you would have with your with your um your cashmere and your wool blends and those kinds so of things. So that's like a formal light. Like a yeah, like a formal light. And and yeah, you right. know if you if you're the type who who doesn't who doesn't really like wearing these, you can actually use those to double up in case because the minute you have that, um it instantly means that you're here for business. Whether you're wearing a t shirt or a polo shirt or whatever. Uh the pants matter because um once you have one or two good well, when I say well-fitting, I mean it, it should at least allow your silhouette to show, uh, which means you need at least an, a, a one and a half to two inches off your body. That is um, as much room as you, if you have more than that, then you're kind of like floating around in it and, mm. it, and it doesn't really do yeah, much for your silhouette. Yeah, my life. <laughs> so so the, the blazer would be the first thing. And then I'd invest in uh, a, a couple of formal pants one or two nothing nothing wild um keep the colors conservative because what you can do with your top and your bottom will define your outfit the sorry your top and your cover will define your outfit but your 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 top which is can be a shirt it can be a polo shirt it can be uh a turtleneck it can whatever it is it can be a, a jersey whatever is happening um underneath the cover so so you want to you want to you want to have I can't believe I'm discussing um, color choices of clothes, but here we go. Sure. So for your pants, you, mm-hmm. you want to have, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. fairly neutralish colors. Yes, fairly because neutral-ish. you can you can kind of mix and match absolutely that with pretty much everything. Absolutely, and especially if you're on a budget like I'm, everybody is at the moment. Right. Um, you want to buy one that can work with a lot. Yes. But if you have a variety of tops, mm-hmm. the fact that you're you're mixing your tops, mm-hmm. even if you have the same cover mm-hmm. and maybe two pairs of pants you're pretty much done huh? you're pretty much done because you can have you, your 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 outfit can change based on the tops that you wear um the cover and, and it, so if you have at least two three is now really like because with three you can have even up to 30 40 outfits depending on the tops that you and the and the accessories that you change 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 it up with i, I get the feeling this sounds simpler than it actually is and i'm sure it's a heck of a lot more complicated for women right well it, for women it, it for, yeah now women have have a have a deeper sense of style than we do um and they and they have that because there's a lot more going on with their bodies than than us mm-hmm. yeah they have yeah Agreed. other yeah more bits and bobs yeah yeah in place Agreed. and so 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 their their expression uh is is more is more nuanced towards um you know, just top, bottom, uh, cover, and accessories. For them, um, accessories are really priority. Uh, so shoes, bags, um, jewelry, that is, and, and, you know, hair and makeup, that is where a lot of the focus is because um, I, I'm going to use this word preening. I don't like the sound of it, but it's what it is. Um, <laughs> we, we have less of a preening gene than they do. <laughs> 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 no, you know what? It's it's true though. Yeah. But but and 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 I I actually think it's immeasurably to their credit sure. that they they have embraced the ability to know they look good. Yeah. And they are like you know what? I know I look good. I know I can look even better. So I'm going to do this. And women look good now subconsciously. And you know, good luck to anybody listening to this podcast. I, I'm just a guest. You have to sort this out um this is gonna hurt (laughs) so subconsciously um women actually look good for themselves and for other women is it yes um because subconsciously there is a competition for men with resources and Uh in comparison to other women you want to gauge and see yourself you know based on how i look compared to her you know, am I going to be, 
you know, who will be, what, can I attract a man with resources? Because resources are are the the main indicator of, you know, continuing the species subconsciously. I'm, I'm with you. I, I understand where yeah. you're coming from. If 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 I can if if I know what a man with resources is looking for, mm-hmm. then I will try and put my best out there. But it needs to be uh, better than her. It needs to be better than her. And that's why if you go to uh, many social events, weddings, and things like that. For for us, social events are an opportunity for one commercial exchange, and if it must happen, social. If it must. If, if it must. If it must. I mean, if we don't. Must. If it must. It's, and I, even I'm then, not it's here a to make big if. It's a huge if. Yeah. yeah. So we we because we are hunters, we are resource. Um, we search for resource. We're programmed to search for resource. Our social events are opportunities to network, to say, hey, you know, what can you do? Or what can I do? And, and you know, so the first question that men ask themselves when they're with each other is, you know, what do you do and how can we do something together? That's the primary thing. Uh, but women are subconsciously programmed to go to social events, not to discover commercial engagement, but to scan compared to others, where do I fit in the you know, ranking of um, attractive, you know what? resource-driven I, I, I men. Think, I think that's <clears throat> actually changed a lot now, though. Eh? I've, um, I mean, I, I don't, and this is probably a, a podcast off its own mm-hmm. separately sure. as well. Mm. But um, I've, I've noticed now that there are a lot of, um, as women rightfully take their position in mm-hmm. in, in 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 commerce, mm-hmm. and from what I can see, do a damn better job of it than sure, me ever did. Sure. They are more now the the focus target. Thing. I'm going to this event because so and so is going to be there. I need his business, so they'll go like a laser guided mm-hmm. missile straight to as a person, have a quick chit chat, share a business card, move on from there. It's pretty much what traditionally men used to do but like i said that's that's a separate discussion for a separate podcast sure. so we've agreed as far as the man is concerned um we're looking at maybe a sports coach mm-hmm. i mean we're looking at my level of shabby to less shabby <laughs> <laughs> so we're going from sports coat maybe a couple of pants and uh, plenty of tops women um simple um if i'm doing it incrementally mm-hmm. what is a must have for me a must-have, I would say, is anything that divides. So, so you know, there's a the minute you wear something that is continuous, like an like a cocktail dress or an evening gown, where there's no division, there's no separation from top, bottom, and cover. So, as long as it can divide your outfit. So, if you're going to put on a a a skirt, uh, either a pencil skirt or or you're more inclined towards pants. Uh, or uh, cap- whether it's capri or whatever whatever length you are comfortable with and i will say that length matters because uh if you if anything is above the knee you have left zone 1 as i typically call it so zone 1 is commercial zone 2 is um, social ah, zone 3 okay. is romantic and okay. zone 4 is obviously hostile so if if it's above the knee um the signal that you are sending is not a commercial signal it doesn't matter. We're not doing commerce. Here. We're we're not we're not here. Well, we we might be, but it it's not. It's really for uh, other things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know. So, and with that, I might have to put an E right next to the podcast. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah. Okay, but your point is not. Yeah. So okay. so 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 skirt length, um, uh, knee length, or slightly below is is fairly acceptable for a commercial from a commercial perspective. Um, if you're going to wear pants, uh, the pants again. The rule, the same rule applies to to women and men. Um, a, an inch to an inch and a half to two inches off your skin is sufficient for uh, a commercial engagement. Less than that, you've left zone one. Um, more than that, um, you are. It's now becoming ceremonial. You are you are at a party and you want to do things. So you still want to have a, a, a silhouette. Uh, so if so, men and women, there's there's not really much of a difference in terms of the top bottom cover uh, agenda. But for women, they have many more uh, options uh, because they, they have to contend with, with a different shape on their top than what we have. They have um, 
you know, different, and and their bodies also do different things. Um, uh, same as us, you know, we've got, yeah. you, you know, we've yeah. we've got, you know, athletic with a V. Uh, you've got well, some of us You've got an O. You've yeah. got a box. You've got so we've so as dressing for your body, still maintaining as long as you maintain the silhouette, one and a half to two inches across the board from your skin, you you will be able to find uh, outfits that match uh, with that. So that works. So we're looking at a split. We're looking at the length of the, the, the skirt. <coughs> mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say it even if you're not going to. Mm -hmm. Accessorizing is girl's best friend. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a rule of five with accessories, actually. Oh, really? um, yeah, yeah. Um, more than that, you are, you are, you are now uh, showing you are, you, you are you're at a party. You are showing... You're, 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 you're drawing attention. And, um, and for, for men, the rule, the rule is three. If you're going to accessorize outside of uh, uh, spectacles and watch, uh, the maximum other bits and pieces you can put on is three uh, as far as um, jewelry is concerned. So spectacles, watch, shoes, and belt. Wedding ring? Is wedding that, ring is one, is so that's one. So that's already given, right? That's that's a, so Shoes. that's one. So so wedding ring. I'm talking rule of three and rule of five is with regards to jewelry. Anything that has any metallic, metallic um, or or precious stone uh, element outside of your shoes, belt, uh, watch, and spectacles, because shoes, belt, watch, and spectacles these are support accessories. Okay, yeah. got it. They're yes. support. They're functional yeah. accessories. It's, it's you're not accessorizing per se. Yeah. However, if you choose to wear a Rolex, mm. well, as opposed to your normal standard Apple Watch, right. whatever, right. that's accessorizing, and that's counted as one. It's it, well, um, it it if it's just a Rolex, then it's still it's still part of your. So a Rolex or an Apple Watch or whatever watch you want to wear is still a watch. Okay. Yeah. It, I'm talking about anything else. So for example, I I I wear a ring on each finger uh, as each hand, yes. in each hand sorry in each yeah. in each hand um and so i'm already at two if i had a a chain which some people are particular to that would be counted as as a third thing or if i had a a, a bracelet or something else on my arm that would then be counted as as the third element um as your personal so style for, expression for where i am mm -hmm. i have one wedding ring mm -hmm. i'm wearing my spectacles mm -hmm. i'm at one is you're at correct? one you're yeah. at one um, because my watch list. Your watch, your watch is, is function. Specs so function. I can add two more, and I'll Absolutely. still be all right. You'll still be all right. Um, so, so we, so sometimes you have what you call a lapel pin, mm -hmm. which is you know you can chuck it there for a bit of an effect. That can be a second one. Some women would put a brooch to sort of bring up the the outfit. Uh, that's two. But so women would have uh, your your earrings. So one, two. Oh, those are separate. Those are separate. Two. Yeah. One what if two. you have like <clears throat> two sets of earrings? So um, that's, is that four? So that would be four, yeah. Wow, that's a lot, yeah. That's that, especially in a commercial setting. Once you've done that, that's four. Then you're kind of left with your if you have a wedding ring or an engagement ring or whatever it is. It's just one, and you're then, done. Then that's that's it, and you're done. Because more than that, you are the you know the the subconscious signal that you're sending is it's party time. You now you're in, now you're socializing. And if you wear like a scarf, that's considered an accessory. Um, no. So a scarf. So the interesting thing is a scarf can also count as a top. Oh. It can count. Uh, it, sorry, as a cover. It can I count get, as get, a cover. Yeah, so a scarf. If you if you wear, let's say, your shirt, and then you wear a scarf, um, that can substitute a jacket or or any kind of cover. Oh, so and that goes for a guy as well. That goes for a guy as well. So if you have something, if you have a top, bottom, and then you throw something on, and you find some, sometimes some some people will will wear a. a, a, a cardigan over their neck or something and just keep it there all preppy and you know and that's your your cover wow yeah so i i completely underestimated how long this would take <laughs> um <laughs> we probably might need more than one but <laughs> yeah. what i've what i've kind of understood now mm. um the first thing that i needed to understand yeah is even on this side of 40, yeah. it is perfectly logical for you to want to think about image purely on the basis that if it's finally gone through your thick skull, that there are other people looking at you <laughs> and want to maybe interact <laughs> with you. It might be a good idea for you to make it easier for them to do so, right. number one. Number two, it's not that difficult for you to make a transition and you can sort of do it slowly, incrementally. Mm. All right, number three. Do you is it okay to buy off the rack? Does it have to be bespoke? Yeah, um, and and the good thing is we've got uh, great uh, people who can you know adjust off the rack. There's some tailors you mm -hmm. can take your most most uh, 
decent suit shops have tailor service that come with it so they can make adjustments to you uh, depending on whatever it is that you want to that you want to you know tuck and fold um bespoke is really i've i I know that that it's it's fashionable to have a bespoke suit and and so on. The the thing about bespoke is, you you will not put on weight after that. You will not change up or change down once the mm. suit has been mm. tailor made for you. Yeah. Of course, the, some 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 tailors will make uh, an uh, an allowance and give you some room to adjust up. But um, I w- I don't I am a complete advocate for off the rack but then have it tailored to and tapered because some people again and the older you get you you want more comfort you want more comfort in the in the seat of your pants in in your fly mm-hmm. um and 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 the younger you are you want it a little bit more more hugging depending on on that um some 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 older folk tend to prefer more room at the bottom in terms of the space between um the ankle and your shin and the and the pants you don't want you don't want it touching your shin or coming into contact because you know uh, and and you, again older people tend to not want to wear longer socks um then yeah, yeah they, the the <laughs> you you're dealing with a lot the 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 it's veins and and everything else it's too much it's too much it's so too much. so you you want more room yeah. just don't touch my 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 legs so you your your pants will have a bit more of a uh, not a boot cut but it will be less tapered uh, at the bottom than um than 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 a younger crowd yeah so i know you do this for a living um maybe if i could just as we kind of sort of wrap up on sure. this um if there's anybody who listens to the podcast mm. wants to get in touch with you what's a good way to do it um instagram dm kind of does the trick um my my instagram handle is wenesi musalia mr wenesi um i'm available on instagram um i i'm also available on twitter um wenesi musalia and uh if someone really wants to have a, a, a decent commercial engagement they can send me an email on wenesi at epiea.com epiea.com which is a mouthful it's an acronym for the etiquette and protocol institute of east africa because we te- that's that's what we teach soft skills and we you know okay yeah dining and dressing so and he, all of that here's, stuff here's what I'll do um mm. I'll I'll make a note of all of those mm. and you will be able to find it right now if you were to click on um on the bio of the podcast I'll put in all the handles and um even when I when um maybe just forward it out on Instagram but sure. dude man thank you this thank this you. this has been this has been an education quite literally um the good thing is, is there's a lot of hope <laughs> there is some hope at the very least that I might be able to um to hack this if at all I put my mind to it but no thank you I I really appreciate this most welcome thank you for having me i mean this is this is great and 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 congratulations for for doing this and uh yeah looking looking forward to listening to many much more nuggets of wisdom from you Ali me yeah, nuggets sure. of wisdom hey you got the wrong I person. only know I only know about this stuff i mean i've been i've been listening to some of your other things which is If you did like the podcast, we would love for you to subscribe. Please click the subscribe button so you don't miss any of them. Love to hear your questions and your comments. You can always like us on any of our pages as well, so we can keep the content coming. <laughs>